Hello and welcome to The Coaching Corner, a podcast by RefCoach. We are Jack and Ale, and on this podcast, we provide short, educational conversations about refereeing to help officials improve and enjoy the game they love. This episode is about building relationships with players as an assistant referee. Now, this might seem quite a niche topic, and it probably is, but when an assistant referee can have a positive impact on match control and on players, it can build positive relationships with them, it can really help the referee. And for assistant referees, it can make your refereeing experience a lot more enjoyable. Most of us referee on the same leagues week in, week out. So we're going to see the same players week in, week out. So if we can build and form genuine human relationships with the players, it's going to make everything more enjoyable. It's going to make the players more accepting. Decisions that are 50-50, you never know. They might go, hey, this this assistant referee is all right. I'm not going to scream and shout at him. I, I trust him enough. So as much as it's a niche topic, it is one that can really have a positive impact on football and refereeing. Yeah, absolutely, Jake. You're totally right. It's the, the interpersonal relationships of football uh, refereeing are one of those key elements in what we do. If you don't do that, you're never really going to enjoy refereeing as much. So it doesn't matter where you stand on the football field. It's uh, it's important to at least give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think a good place to start is to call out that it, is much harder for assistant referees to build those relationships with the players just purely by the nature of the job. If you're the referee, you're running through the middle of the pitch, you're interacting with, you know, 60% of the players on a, on a regular basis. Every couple of minutes, you'll be communicating with them about one thing or another. But as an assistant referee, you don't have that. You can have long periods of play where the, the ball is up the other end of the pitch and, um, so it almost makes it even more important that the relationships you have with the players are more impactful because they're going to be fewer and further between. And as an assistant, there are some players that you will see commonly. One that obviously is a standout is usually the left back in front of the assistant referee who's taking the throw-ins. 90% of the throw-ins on one side are going to be taken by the same player. So there's a real good opportunity for an assistant referee to see a player consistently. Another one is the goalkeeper. Now, yes, the goalkeeper is going to be a bit further away just due to where the sideline is and where the goalkeeper is, but they're going to be in the same vicinity. And with both of these, having that relationship, they're quite key players. Obviously, if the assistant referee can build the relationship with the goalkeeper, that can aid the referee with match control, with things like time-wasting, etc or with the left back taking throw-ins it can aim with time wasting or it could aid with you know player keeping up the creeping up the line to take the throw-in if you're on a first name basis with the left back you can say hey hey johnny bring it back mate or where you are and it has a much bigger impact because you have a genuine relationship yeah and i hope how good's that if anyone everyone on the field the whole refereeing team is actually trying to build a relationship with players because the players mm. will notice that, hey, the referee's talking to me, the assistants are talking to me, or oh, the fourth official, if there's any. It's talking to me every time I need them. It's You actually try to build that bridge uh, to to communicate with them and work with them. So often we hear 
uh, teams, pundits, anyone talking about working, referees working with teams and teams working with referees. So it's great to see a team that tries to, to build a relationship and leave it all on the field. So um, you said it really well, Jack. It's, it's not the easiest thing, but we got to try. Another, I guess, difference, and this is difference between the two assistant referees, is that one is on the side of the technical areas and one is on the side without the technical areas. So naturally, the assistant referee on the side of the technical area is going to have more communication, not necessarily with the players, but with more stakeholders, coaches, substitutes, team managers, physios, anybody who's in that vicinity. Now, if there's a fourth official, and we've touched on this in another Coaching Corner episode, if there's a fourth official, they should be doing the majority of the communication and dealing with the technical area. But a lot of the time, there isn't fourth officials. So we won't delve into what that means so much for the assistant, but more touch on the fact that it's an opportunity to build a relationship with the subs, with the managers, with the coaches, so that when things can get tricky, you can talk to them as people. And importantly, it makes refereeing more enjoyable when things are going well, because you can have banter, you can have jokes, you can have fun. Obviously, we take it seriously, but we don't take ourselves too seriously. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, when you're on the far side from technical areas, it can get really lonely. But And that's one of the positives of being near the technical areas that if it's a game where there's not much happening and you're just sitting there on the line and it's rainy and windy and you can have a chat with someone that could actually really make it all better so it, that that's that's just got lots of positives uh, without considering that when a, once a sub comes on and maybe it's a left back and it's there on your right on, right in front of you if you've been talking to them for 90 minutes they'll they'll just listen more what do you think LA are some strategies you touched on how it can be lonely on the far side for the AR2. What are some strategies you think that assistant can use to engage players when they don't have the technical areas in the benches? There? Well, the easiest thing is being a loud Italian like myself <laughs> <laughs> and then screaming at everyone from, from your line. But if that doesn't work for you, there are definitely moments key moments in the game where you can step up and get involved um, and i think this sort of leads us into the next point uh, of discussion for this episode uh, which is sort of understanding and judging your involvement and in getting involved with uh, phases of the, of play near you um, we are, i'm talking about corners for example when there is a corner on your side take charge talk to the player uh, check what the referee is doing. If the referee is going into the penalty area to warn players about pulling, holding, step in front of the ball, talk to the player and ask them to wait and you'll give them the go-ahead when the referee is ready. When there is a free kick near you or a throw-in, those are the situations where they may be rare, but you got to make them count because that's when you can actually have an impact and change the course of the game sometimes. Free kicks near you or... More, more often than not, it's going to be goal kicks. When the, the goalkeeper is going to, it's taking maybe too long to go get the ball or they're taking their time if they're trying to delay the restart a little bit. That's where you can take, at least try, if obviously you want to give them a bit of a, a bit of a yell from far and say, come on, keeper, come on, and show that you are present there and you're helping your team. 
um, those are probably the, the, the times you can really get involved with players because that's when they're near you. Um, when players are in front of you, I think you mentioned that quickly before, Jack, but when players are in front of you and maybe they're pulling, maybe they're holding, maybe they're fighting for the ball, that's where you can make yourself hurt and um, and tell them, if you see them holding and pulling, using their hands, you can say the classic, no hands, no hands, or careful, careful, all that sort of stuff. So it's really taking the opportunity when someone is near you and making the most out of it. Um, you can manage the wall, for example, if there's a free kick near you. And that's something that can be discussed in the pre-match instructions again. Uh, but if there's, there is a free kick right in front of you, nothing says that you are, should not step into the field in a couple of meters, uh, stop the, the yeah. free kick taker and push the wall back and tell the, def- the players in the, in the wall to go back, move back, so help the referee. And I love it when you see a couple of referees giving each other a thumbs up from far because this happened. Yeah, I really like that as a referee, Ale, and I think what you just said there about the thumbs up is sort of the cherry on the cake, but I think it uh, empowers the assistant referee to really be part of the team and, and take control and, and act with purpose and intent. And it also obviously makes the referee's life easier because we don't have to make that 30-meter run okay. over to the sideline to manage the wall it's just important to be on the same page as you touched on. So it needs to be discussed in the pre-match instructions or obviously if you have the communication system, then it can be talked about over that on the fly. But that's a really good example of where a positive relationship with the players from that AR can really help the referee's game because there could be unruly players in the middle. When you come over to that sideline, it is leaving a lot to chance with players in the middle that you could miss something. So it's just getting risk getting rid of those 1% risks and adding to the to the prestige of, of the game, I think. So in today's episode, we talked about building relationships with players as an assistant. We touched on the nuances of it, how it's harder to build relationships because naturally you do have fewer interactions, but how at the same time they could be really impactful and have a positive impact on the game for you and the refereeing team. We talked about the difference between being AR1 and AR2 and having relationships with the members of the technical area. And then finally, we talked about getting involved in your area, having relationships with players in your areas. And in particular, we touched on wall management and how having a good positive relationship with the players can really aid the referee's game management by getting involved at the right time. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, hit the subscribe button. For more referee education, join our Facebook group and become a RefCoach member for free at refcoach.org. If you like the work we do, you can support us by purchasing a RefCoach whistle to show that you're a part of the RefCoach community when you're out on the pitch.